0: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you.
1: Previously on In The Moment. No, these are just questions. But I would imagine there has to be a number. But until then, no. Last time I checked, it's fall. Summer ain't canceling nothing over here. Who's next? It may not be over for men. But as far as I'm concerned, it is certainly over for one man. And that man is Kevin Samuels. Oh, it's a rat, buddy. If you are not familiar, do a little bit of research on Kevin Samuels. I'm sure most of the ladies are familiar with who Kevin Samuels is because ladies have been telling us to not listen to this man's shenanigans and that he's a toxic male for a very long time. But Kevin Samuels has basically become very famous and very popular, for talking about certain kinds of women. Basically women who don't really bring anything to the table, don't have anything to offer, but yet still want a certain kind of man. A high-profile man, if you will. And he has these one-on-one conversations with these women. There are tons of clips on it on TikTok, YouTube, everywhere, where he basically calls all of these women trash. Tells them that they're built like Big body running backs and that they're out their mind for thinking that they deserve an athlete or a millionaire and things of that nature. And he's very direct in his message. He doesn't really hold back and he hurts feelings. Naturally, a lot of women are not fans of this man. But there were men who at times were supporting him and saying, finally, someone is sticking up for men. There's a very uh, somewhat popular clip of comedian Bill Burr. Who did like eleven minutes of comedy on the epidemic of gold digging whores? If you haven't heard it, listen to it and form your own opinion on it. Some people think he was up there speaking truth; that was also funny. And I'm sure there are women who will say he was trashing that too. Point is, there are not a lot of men who are willing to step into the spotlight and defend men in that way. Kevin Samuels kind of became the leader of that movement. And there were still men who was like, nah, he going too hard. He's doing too much. But there were other men who was like, yo, at least somebody is stepping up to say that not all men are trash. And that there is a huge double standard in how when a woman stands up for a woman, we applaud it. But when a man stands up for a man, we look at it as toxic masculinity. And Bill Burr touched on a lot of things like when the man got his penis cut off, it was a joke. It's always a joke when things happen to men. But God forbid it were to happen to women, no one would be laughing. The NFL players would be wearing ribbons about it. And basically, he said, when something happens to a woman, we at least care. He's not saying that women always get their problems solved, but people care. When things happen to men, no one cares. You're a man. Suck it up. Shut up. Whether you agree or disagree with that, what I'm saying is Kevin Samuels was the voice of this movement. And he talked really badly about women who... He claimed were basically gold digging whores. These are not my words. They were Kevin's. There were certain times when Kevin had points. When I have to admit, I was like, I understand what the man is saying. I get it. I understand where he's coming from. And I would debate the women who I love who are around me on these topics to try to see where they're coming from and just to have healthy conversations on both ends of the spectrum. And I believed that this man was living what he was saying. I don't know why, who is nowadays, but it did. And I think it was last week when I came on here and I told y'all about a woman named Brittany Renner, who basically owns being a gold-digging whore, if you will. She doesn't run from it. She'll go from college to college trying to find out who the new athlete is and then pretty much seducing him into getting into his life and She'll end up pregnant, and now she'll have this man's money, and she'll move on, and she'll do it to a next man. She kind of got a name for being that woman, and she doesn't run from it. And she did an interview with a guy named Academics where they talked about it, and it became a whole thing. So in a way, she's the face of the gold-digging whores. And then Kevin Samuels is the face of the men who expose and make fun of the gold-digging whores. And then a video pops up the other day. Well, this man is on a date with Britney Renner. First, the fat boys break up. Now, every day I wake up. What the hell is going on in these streets? This man is a fraud. We believed in you, we were rooting for you. And now, every point that he had that might have been valid, because they all weren't, but a few were, just a few, null and void now. No one will ever listen. No one ever care because all of the women that have been telling me that he's a fraud and I shouldn't listen to him. And he's a little funny body built man. It's all true. Now you're a fraud. How can you recover from that? You can't all this time. This man has made millions of dollars, got millions of views, built a whole platform off of this just to turn around and do the exact thing. <laughs> that all of the guys that he claimed were clowns were doing, and to wife the woman who was the face of all the women he talked about. I'm lost. This man said Saweetie. Look Saweetie up if you don't know who she is. She used to date Quavo. It's the whole thing. He said she was a six. And people were in her uproar. And whether you think Saweetie is a six or not, she looked way better than Brittany Renner. I can promise you that much. If she a six, Brittany Renner's a three. So I don't know how you found yourself talking crazy about Saweetie. So end up in this situation with Brittany. He should get the sicko award, but I got it for someone else. But the man is a sicko nonetheless. <laughs> Come on, Kevin. Kevin! Who's next? Aaron Rodgers did a whole bunch of BS. Quarterback in the NFL of the Green Bay Packers. Said that he was basically immunized, I believe is the word, when they asked him if he was vaccinated. And that was kind of his way of... Uh, Stretching the truth, if you will. Some call it lying. Then he goes and gets coronavirus dressed up as John Wick at a party with no mask. And, well, you can say that he uh he did his teammates extremely dirty after an entire offseason of putting him through the business. And now he's kind of being a bit of a D-bag about it, which some will say that that's Aaron Rodgers' move. And I'm not here to debate that one way or the other. But what I will say is, he was fined $300,000. And the first comment I saw to that fine was, well, he won't feel that. You know what? They're right. Elon Musk just sold $5 billion worth of Tesla stock one day. It's a hell of a day, ain't it? Aaron Rodgers was fined $300,000, and he won't fill it. Hell with who these men are in their personal lives. I just want a day like that. I'll take either day. I'll take the day when I can make a billion or two in one day, or the day when I could lose three hundred thousand and go. Eh, that's really it. That's all I wanted to say. Who's next? All right, sicko award. Sicko award this week is going to none other than Miss Lauren Sanchez. Please come to the front of the classroom so I can present you with the Sicko Award. This woman is sick. You don't know who Lauren Sanchez is? That is the woman who Jeff Bezos, who if he's not the richest man on the planet, he's certainly one of. That's his girlfriend. If you missed the viral clip, he took her to a party to which she was seen holding hands with Jeff Bezos and kind of just looking up, glaring into the eyes of Leonardo DiCaprio in a way that I have never seen a woman look at another man. I mean, like a piece of meat. Personally, I love Leo. Love Leonardo DiCaprio. How can you not? But damn, Lauren, she was giving this man the eyes. I'm talking about the I will fuck you right now in front of my boyfriend and in front of all these people. I don't care. You came in there with a man worth $200 billion. You couldn't even, like, hide it? You did it for the world to see? I mean, Leo is Leo. I get it. I understand. I don't want to come off as if I don't understand who Leo is. But $200 billion? We just talked about the gold-digging horse. They all want to be you. You in the spot. It's you. That's Jeff. What does a man have to do? None of us are safe. Fellas, I just want you to know, look at your lady. Look at her right now if you're with her and just know you are not safe. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care how good you've been to her. It doesn't matter anymore. I don't care how good of a dad you are. If Jeff can't walk into a party with his lady and be the only man that she has eyes for, worth 200 Bill, I just got back from space, bitch. How dare you look at Leo like this? She's gazing in his eyes. Leo looks like he's 8'4". Jeff looks like he's 4'11". I was looking at the video like stand on your wallet, Jeff. I get it, but you can't do that
0: while you holding the man's hands right in front of him. It's the quickest way to get sent right back to the streets. Hey y'all, it's Katie here from The Bird Show. Pride unites us all and so does Atlanta United. That's why I'm giving you the chance to win a spot in The Bird Show's Pride Night Suite in celebration of Pride Month. That's right, join me and The Bird Show crew on Sunday, June 2nd, as Atlanta United takes on the fierce rival, Charlotte FC, with kickoff at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We need to beat Charlotte, so we will be loud and proud. Believe that. Oh, and by the way, did I mention Atlanta United is giving away a one-of-a-kind Pride-inspired towel, plus a $5 donation to Lost and Found Youth, an Atlanta-based nonprofit that provides services to the LGBTQ plus youth, which is included with your Pride Night ticket pack. Remember, to enter for your chance to win a spot in the Bird Show's Pride Night Suite, head over to thebirdshow.com. To guarantee your tickets and pride towel, go to atlutd.com and click the Promotional Packs tab for more details. Can't wait to see you all there June 2nd at 4.30 p.m. Together, we are Atlanta. Atlanta United. See you there.
1: I don't care how good Wolf of Wall Street was. I don't care how good Inception was. I don't care how good The Departed was. I don't care how long the Titanic was. You can't do that. What are you doing? How many women look up to you? It won't be you, Lauren. You blew it. Jeff would never look at you the same. If he ain't sent her back to the streets that night, I'd have gave her a one-way trip to space. Took her the same route William Shatner went. Her space shuttle just would have went a little further and never came back. Ain't gonna do me like that when I'm worth $200 You will never use Amazon again you never seen Amazon block somebody. That'll be the first time you see it. Better take your ass to eBay. <laughs> Jeff Bezos is not the kind of guy I would want to make an enemy of. If I can't be with him, I'm certainly not going to make an enemy with him. But I tell you what, as great as I think Leonardo DiCaprio is, if I go to the party with Jeff, it's the only man in the party I'm going to have eyes for. I don't care who in there. I don't care. If I go to the party with Jeff, I'm not going to have eyes for the women in there. I don't care. I'm not going to do it. Holly Berry could be in there. Rihanna, I don't care. I'm with Jeff. What more do you want? Somebody cue the Tyrese line. Don't take my baby. I'm at $13,000 a month. What more do you want from me? <laughs> I don't make no damn sense she did Jeff like that. Jeff know what time it is, though. He ain't worried about it. That man, that man got too much money to kill. What the women used to always have in their little MySpace profiles, I'm too blessed to be stressed. Who's next? Funniest moment of the week. Let's talk about my niece. And it was this moment where I couldn't help but laugh. I thought it was so funny because she was getting her young, independent black woman on. And I noticed in watching her that the independency that I've seen a lot of the strong black women have in my life starts very, very young. Because we finally got the bike outside and she was trying to ride the bike on the grass. She was trying to get her pedal game right. Now I was trying to help her. I'm like, you got to pedal, baby girl. You push one foot, you got to push the other. You know, I'm trying to show her the ropes. And she's kind of getting it, but it's hard. But, you know, me and her pops was on the same page. Like, if she could ride on the grass, once she get to the concrete, it's going to be money. We were letting her do a thing on the grass. And then she got off, and I said, you know what? Let's take the bike to the front and put you on the concrete so you can get your confidence up first. And so she said, OK, Uncle Mo. So she gets off the bike and I see her like pushing the bike and the bike ain't really going the right way because the front is like the other way. And she's pushing the bike in the wrong direction. And I said, I said, well, let me help you. Let me. And she said, no, nah, nah, I got this. And I said, well, oh, OK, like she said it with aggression. Like, how dare you? You don't see me handling business. And I backed up. And then she just was pushing the bike, and the bike is going every which way. Like, she has absolutely zero control of this bike, but she's pushing. I said, well, baby girl, looks like you need some help. She said, I said, I got it. I said, okay, all right, damn. She going directly into the woods. It's, It's nothing that way. But she was not going to accept my help, period. I told you I got it. Now go play with somebody safe. And I just let her push the bike all the way into the woods. I didn't know what else to do. I said, look at that young Strong, smart, and potent black independent woman just pushing her bike into the wood. <laughs> and eventually we got it to the front and she did her thing. But I thought it was the sweetest thing ever. It's a great weekend. Who's next? Alright, real quick, I'm not gonna stay on this, man, because I really didn't even want to talk about it. But I just want to address something real quick. Very long story short, I told a story about how. I basically had a, or have an opportunity to go kick it with the heavyweight champion of the world. His name is Tyson Fury. And again, the universe is funny because right before that was supposed to happen, I saw this video that apparently went viral of him saying the N-word and people feeling a way about him saying it. Of course. And so I had brought it to the Bird Show as a debate of if I should go meet this man still or not, because now it feels awkward. It feels weird. And if I do meet him, should I bring it up? How should this go? And I knew everybody would have a difference of opinion on what I should or should not do. What I didn't realize is that there was going to be a white guy who reached out to me and told me that he loves me and I'm his favorite. But at the same time, he felt like I am racist because I basically understand that black people can use the N-word amongst black people, but white people can't do the same thing. And that makes me the racist.